We've got the dramatic music today. Hello, I'm Isowellen, and this is Isowellen Writes Stories for Adults. How are you today? I love to talk about stories and I love to get information on how to share and distribute those stories. I am closing out Facebook, otherwise it will ding and ding and ding. And one reason I had it up was so I could share. (laughs) Um, Cheryl Maddox is, she's just telling me that her name, she's just a nobody. She's just, she's just nobody. She's just one of those cogs in the wheel that make life easy for authors. She is just one of those people who has done so much for the author community. She is just one of those people who gets readers together at conferences that end up being big deals. She's nobody. Oh, good Lord. So I love to tell stories. Um, I posted, in fact, I interviewed a voice artist, uh, just uh, posted that yesterday, posted and um, interviewed an author yesterday, posted uh, me reading from a story yesterday. Stories are important and I love people, human stories. I have an interview coming up with a, a, a man who has an adult toy store, an online adult toy store. He's a really great guy. You know, I mean, I don't know. When I was growing up, I thought that was I thought kink was sleazy and I was so judgmental. And now the more stories I discover and the more I realize how part of that, how that is a part of our humanity, um, the more I just am hungry for hearing more of those stories. I chase them down. I step up. I ask about them. Um, Mistress Elisa is here in the audience today. A little squeak. Sorry. A little excited about that. Um, Let me just, uh, uh, Cheryl, hey, yes, I saw your, I'm going to invite you, Cheryl. Um, let me let me welcome Mistress Elisa. I've talked about her podcast a lot, and I love her podcast because it is so incredibly real and human. And she is a I don't know do you do you say it Dome, um, D O M M E. She is a, a female. She leads um, uh, teaches female led. Um, I don't want to say domination, female led um, relationships, and. Uh, she just has this life philosophy that I so agree with. It's like the other side of the coin for me. She just, she loves men and you can tell, and I enjoy men. I, I have four kids. Um, three of them are boys and, uh, I, uh, have always been, um, one of those, the girlfriend who has all the guy friends, only my guy friends were all the ones that couldn't, that nobody else related to. I, um, I, they were, 
I, in some way broken or dysfunctional or outliers or else they were, you know, they were always a little bit on the edge and nobody would talk to them and I would scoop them up and put them in my nest. And <laughs> um, But uh, Mistress Elisa is just so amazing in so many ways and I'm so glad she's here. She's also here out as a writer. She has a novel that she's putting on Kindle. Um, uh, I don't, I'm automatically Kindle Unlimited wants to come out of my Kindle. Um, oh, it's right there. It's right there. Kindle Vela, which um, is a great vehicle for writers. It's uh, like, there are lots of other applications out there. There's Dream and there's Wattpad and there's um, Radish. Kindle is through the Kindle vehicle though. So you're in the Amazon store and people were like, eh, is it going to work? I don't know. Um, I know actually another writer who, um, her name is EJ Frost. She has published books. Books and she has books in Kindle Bella. And she was worried too. Her first month, she was like, eh, it wasn't really profitable for her. But her second month, she started to catch up. And um, now she's like, you know, it has been a very good thing for me. And I'm really happy about what I have done there. By catch up, she must have like 50 chapters though. She has put in the work and she is reaping the rewards um, of Kindle Bella. And Mistress Elisa is doing that as well. She's got an incredible story. Ah! so glad to have you so cheryl i'm gonna unmute you um there you are you unmuted yourself how are you today i'm doing pretty good how are you i'm doing pretty good you have tea i have coffee yes oh i can't stand tea coffee oh, my husband really? drinks it oh it's oh. horrible <laughs> and do you know writers i almost want to cry i'm like oh oh i just i need to reevaluate that no <laughs> We're all so addicted to our coffee and our caffeine and our, our bad habits. It's terrible. Um, I am really, you're like, I'm nobody. I'm like, girlfriend. I'm, I'm a nobody. <laughs> I have, I, there's just so much about what you do that I could talk about. So if there's something that you're like, no, nah, I better not say that. Um, you're welcome to put the brakes on anything, any question that I ask. But um, I wanted to ask how many authors you work with. Oh my gosh. Um, At any given time. I, 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 I don't, I honestly don't have a number because I work with a lot. Um, I'm never going to tell somebody no. If I can do something for somebody, I'm going to do it. Oh my uh, goodness, girl. <laughs> but, it, it, but when you talk like specifically author assistant PA work, um, I believe right now I'm sitting right around between eight and 10. Eight <clears throat> and 10, eight and 10. Yeah that's, yeah, that's about where I sit for a normal monthly consistency. That's where I'm at. But there's and some authors that need little. There's authors that need more. There's, you know... Yes, which is what I'll probably pick your brain off um, on after, um, I mean, off mic, because uh, I have talked a little bit about this um, on my page and in my group and on my TikTok, actually. So if you're listening and you're like, I want, I love this genre. I love dark romance. I love romance. I love a certain genre of books. Um, usually I'm, I'm, I'm speaking specifically to 
specifically to people who like the smutty side because it's mm-hmm. it's different on how you market the sweet and the smutty and the contemporary and the fantasy and the sci-fi. So, um, but if people love that, I every author I talk to, I know that um, one of my friends, um, an author I've interviewed on here, but I'm not going to mention her, but she's like, she's the one who put me in touch with you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she's like, you know, having so many people are having trouble finding, um, personal assistants who do two things. One, they understand the genre and mm-hmm. two, they show up and, <laughs> yes. and they Very communicate. Much. And both of those things are so many things are, there are so many readers out there right there who are like, what? I would do that. <laughs> you know? And, and I, I've been asked, I have been asked this question over and over and over and over. And it's, how do you become a PA? What do you do as a PA? What classes can I take? What can I, you know, how do I do this? And unfortunately, everybody's different. None of my authors get the same thing. None of them want the same thing. Some like doing you know, graphics and and artistic stuff and some like the marketing aspect and some like doing newsletters. It's all across the board. So my biggest thing to tell any up and coming PA or, you know, veteran PA, the one thing that you have to do is talk to your author. If you want to help an author, oh my gosh, if you want to help an author, you have to find out what they want and what they need read between the lines. But if you go in saying, oh, this is what I do. Here is, you know, A, B, C, D, E. This is what I do. This is what I'm going to do for you. You're off to a rocky start. You need to sit down and say, hey, you know, what do you need? What do you need from me? What do you not want to do that needs to be done? And if I can do it, great. And if I can't, I will find some way to do it or I will find the person who can do that for you. But if you go into, you know, anything with the thought of this is what I can do, this is what a PA is supposed to do, you're screwed. I guess guess for me, I worked in this service industry, service industry. I mean, I worked, I cared for other people's kids and I cared for adults. And so everybody has their thing, right? You fit into their family. They don't fit into what you're willing to do. It's not, it's not a factory job being a PA. Mm -hmm. You are assisting. You are there to help. You are there to serve. And And um, everybody is different. It is very, very true. Everybody. Very true. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it is, it is wise word. Uh, It is very wise word. And that's what I told, you know, when I I got together, I got some people and I'm like, well, what do authors want? Well, that's the thing. Every author (laughs) is going to need something different because they're overloaded with so many things and some stuff is easy and some stuff is hard. And so you Mm -hmm. might need to learn new skills, but it's, None of it is rocket science. None of it is stuff that's mm-hmm. impossible to learn. Um, the information mm-hmm. is all out there and it's all free. It's just getting people to um, getting people to understand that you just need to think a little bit flexibly and right. and show up and communicate. And I think I think I guess some of the problem that people have had is that um, authors will say, okay, I you know they'll sometimes okay. 
authors are not always the best communicators. <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> and just because we write does not mean that we can articulate what we um, really want. Uh, my publisher, uh, Meryl, and I, we work, we're going to work on a book cover. And she's going to come mm -hmm. to me and say, what do you want? And I'm going to say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, and I I actually have a graphic artist that I work with, and I'll put her name out there because I promote her all the time. Antoinette, um, she does Teased by Antoinette Designs. She is awesome. But when we started working, one of the things that she does is she, instead of saying, what do you want? I mean, she does. She asks that as well. But we put together a form for people to fill out that talks about what does your hero look like? What does your heroine look like? Um, what colors do you like? Uh, you know, and she starts asking background questions to get a feel of oh, what the overall yeah. picture is. And then she takes that and makes your design mm -hmm. because a lot of people, yeah, you don't know what it is that you want or like or need. And so as you start getting into the subconscious and you start figuring out what the book is and that sort of thing, she brings that to the forefront, that you know, and, and helps to go that way. And essentially that's kind of what a PA does as well is you get into yeah. the nitty gritty and I tell my authors, okay, you know, you make a list of what you need to do. And then you go through and you say, this is on, on that list. This is what I want to do, which leaves all the rest of this crap for somebody else. Yeah. And then I go through <laughs> the list of crap and go, okay, well, I can do this and this and this and this. You know, you need to have somebody else do this or, you know, we'll have to work up to this. And then I'll look at something and say, hmm, you say that you want to do this, but have you taken this side road to get to the same, you know, ending point, but a different direction. And, you know, it's, it is, it's the talking through to figure out, you know, and, and how you get to that end point is not going to be the same for everybody either. It is. It's really true because when you're, I imagine when you're dealing with new authors and sometimes even authors, you know, you get into your fifth book or whatever, part of it is the branding. What do I look mm -hmm. like as an author and what does my book look like and what does my book series look like? Yeah. And um, as a pantser, I don't tend to mm -hmm. think things ahead of time. I don't think, right. okay, my branding's going to, I'll sit down at Canva and then I'll decide and just change arbitrary, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, yes. I'm pretty, I, I try to be disciplined. And then once I, because it takes effort to change everything up again. And so, um, but uh, if you don't think through your identity um, and mm -hmm. everything has an identity, I was talking to somebody and we were, I was working on a book and I, I said, this couple doesn't have a sexual identity yet. And he's like, what the heck? And I'm like, every <laughs> romance, the interaction between the couple has some little bit of emphasis. It's what, it's what makes the couple unique to me in my head from other books. It sets them each story apart. So you have to have, for me, every little sex, you know, they have the way they approach it, the way it can't be repetitive. It doesn't matter if the right. roles were repetitive. It has to be a a little bit different. <laughs> and so, mm -hmm. 
And when I explained yes. it, they're like, oh, I get it. And every book <laughs> has that identity. That's part right. of your key marketing thing right there. That's the tropes and the things you're going to go Ooh, in yes. and do it. And if you don't know it, exactly. if you don't think about it when you're writing, either you'll get really repetitive or you'll, um, you know, you're missing out a part of ability to sell the book because sometimes you're not, you know, it's that thing that your readers are going to key into. And so, yeah, you're right. It, there are so many little nuancey things that we don't think about. And, uh, um, but I do think um, if, if somebody stops, it's not like this highly skilled thing that is impossible. You just need to slow down and listen and have, go in with that attitude where you're willing to, where you're not, you know, you understand you're not a factory worker and, you know, not every person's going to work with every, it is a personality thing. Not every right. person will work with every author. <laughs> no, they don't. And that's, that's another thing is everybody is unique. Everybody is different. And you're going to have those people that mesh. You are going to have those authors that are very straightforward by the book. This is exactly how I want it done. And you are going to have those authors that are, laid back and easygoing that, eh, you know, when it does, it does and however you want to do it and laid back. And there are PAs that are exactly the same way that need to have those strict rules that need to have everything listed out needs to be done exactly, you know, point by point. And then you're going to have those PAs that, you know, here's a list of what I have to have done. And by the time that it's done, it's done. But how you get there and the way you do it, yeah. is, you know, <laughs> completely, but everything is like that. And I have a, yeah. I have a graphic on my computer and I look at it every day and it says you can do anything, but not everything. Yes, that is a very good reminder. And, and, and that's and I I have to look at that every day because I have a hard time with that as well. But it is so true. And it's true for everybody, regardless of what you do. You can do anything. Yeah. But there is yeah. a point where you do not have enough time, enough energy, enough knowledge. You cannot do everything. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so, how true is that? I mean, uh, mm -hmm. that's in any role in life. You cannot really do everything. Um, I Mr. I think Mr. Salisa has popped out, but I wanted to say thank you for the gift, for the coffee. And I wanted to say hello to people who keep coming in and out, <laughs> which happens a lot actually with lives. And um, Mr. Salisa liked the show and said, such a fabulous conversation. And I do think that when people listen to the replay, just so you know, which is where I get a lot of my, most of my listens is in my replays, is when people listen to the replay, they're going to get a lot from this because there are a lot of different authors that listen, a lot of people who are like, well, maybe I'll write a book. And, you know, I think that they're, that we're contributing something to the author community because I am, I am so excited to talk to a PA. I can't, and you edit too. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what don't you do? I mean, and I didn't know you edit until what is it? Poppy Flynn, flipping Poppy. Flynn, that was <laughs> popped up, and she says, "Oh, she's Poppy Flynn." I'm just gonna throw that out there. Is like you know, she's only been in the business for years and years, and you know, <laughs> there were yeah. 
when ebooks came into being, it was around because I was watching the market. I was hungry for this stuff. So it came into, they came in, started being popularized um, within the 2000s and with some of the ebook houses like New Concept Publishing and Loose Id and Laura's Cave, which, and um, oh, Samhain, which, which held out for so long. And then, <laughs> and then Stormy Night Publishing and which is still around and um, mm-hmm. a few others. And, uh, but Amazon, Amazon came and ate so many up, but I remember I followed, you know, I got to talk to Laura Lay actually. And um, I have all of her books on my shelf. I have not yet to meet, gotten to meet her. Oh gosh. (laughs) She loves to go. She goes to conferences. So that would be, oh gosh. We've never (laughs) You're just in the wrong place. Oh, she's amazing. She's just such a, (sighs) she's just such like, she just feel like your best friend. I mean, (laughs) she doesn't you know, and I hate to say a lot of authors, most authors are like that. They are, once you start talking to them, they are the most down to earth, awesome people ever. And it's, yeah. It's so amazing because she's like a pioneer and she's like, you know, she, she accepted the recognition, but at the same time she was like, you know, (laughs) but it means so much to me that the, to the women's fiction, women's erotic fiction written by women for women was such a, um, you know, and controlled the whole industry at the time when it started to sprout up was so driven by women or couples um, that Mm -hmm. uh, it's just fabulous to me, you know, how they broke out. It just, I, and they changed, they literally changed how they pushed the paranormal. There was no paranormal before 2000 people. It was in fantasy books and it was not spicy. Um, people are like, oh, I read Kushiel's Dart, which was awesome. But compared to the stuff to read written today, that stuff was tame. Okay. There is no, I don't think they use a P word in that word. You know, I, don't, <laughs> I can't even say it. I'm such a... a, a you know, caregiver, but, um, you know, that stuff they didn't, and they never, okay. I'll just pussy. That word was never in print fiction, never, ever until they started, until women got into the market and started changing it. And, um, yeah, getting to talk to some of these authors now, I know now, cause we changed the language. We're uh-huh. like, you know, we're taking over here. We know what we like. We know what we're okay with. We're okay with this. Don't say moist, but we're okay with this, this, this. <laughs> <laughs> Moist oh, yes. is not okay. Um, a lot of people are not a fan of panties, actually. Um, you know, there are a few there are other words. I've done polls, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and but you know what? There's words that drive people nuts and absolutely bonkers. And then you turn around and those same words, some people just as soon as you say them, they are right there and in the moment and that is their words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're fine with their words, but yeah, it's true. So that's neat as an editor. I bet you, uh, uh, I give my editors fits. I give my, I give Meryl fits. Um, yeah. <laughs> Poor she's Meryl. Like, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you should just. Why don't you just put out a poetry book? <laughs> you know, just get it out of your system. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I have she she asked me once what what do you classify your style as well well i've been reading green eggs and ham for five years 
<laughs> so when you get repetition issues in my writing, that's why. <laughs> because I like rhythms and, um, mm. you know. <laughs> well, see, and that's, but that's something that I have found as an editor is that every author has a different voice and a different style of writing. And I went and edited one book. And I started reading it. And normally I read through the book once if I've not read the author before um, or if they're changing directions. I will read the book first and then I'll go back and edit. Because I did it. I did a stupid and I start, st sat down and started reading through and I was making changes as I went. And all of a sudden about a third, a quarter of the way, third of the way through the book, I stopped and went, you know, I am making a lot of changes to words and phrases because it's incorrect, but because it's happening so frequently, I wonder if that is the style and how it's supposed to be. So I stopped and read through the rest of the book and then I had to go back and remove like half of my edits because <laughs> that was how the story, how, how the, you know, voice was coming across. That's how it was supposed to be. And oh man, ever since then, it's now I will read through the book first before <laughs> I go back and make changes <laughs> because it was just, you know, something that was so different and unique. I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, it, it is, it, it is, a, it is a little bit of a truth. It is a, I, and my, Very you much. know, I'm, I'm a terrible, I'm a sloppy writer on top of it. <laughs> and so um, you add that into me wanting to take out definite articles like a and the, and so you never know. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to edit. She's like, did she mean to do that? Yeah. Poor Meryl. Poor VT. I, I, I have, um, I want to say hi. VT's here. Hey, VT. And Jay Bonnerage. Bonnerage. Hello. And um, Mistress came back and she hates the word moist. <laughs> you know, I, orbs. Okay. I'm just going to never use orbs to describe anything unless it's an actual orb floating across the room. <laughs> <laughs> orbs is not okay um i read it was i don't know what it was in the the writer the breasts were the orbs and i'm like no oh wow no. when did they go down the when did they stop becoming eyes and become are you kidding me and i read it three times i'm like you really did that up oh you need an editor <laughs> <laughs> Uh, writing pithy, which isn't why I but, asked you here. Uh, go ahead, you can. <laughs> but you know what? There, there's something. There's something else that you need to remember, though, and editors need to remember this as well. It is not our book, it, so I make true. changes. I make I make changes, and I make notes, and you know, I, I found that a lot of comments I get back is thank you for explaining why you changed something or why you didn't like it or why you feel that it needs to be something different. And my whole thought behind it is it is not my book. I will tell you what I think it needs to be. And I will tell you how I think it should be changed. And I will give you input on everything, but I do it in word and I use track changes because it is not my story yeah. To replace. I will yeah. make all the changes in the world, but if the uh, if the author does not want to take them, doesn't want to accept them, that is not my choice. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I play. Yeah. And every author does, mm-hmm. you know, it, we yeah. play back and forth, we go and I try to, um, I'm not, there's some grammar rules. I still, I will, when you can change tenses and when you can't and different things. So anyways, mm-hmm. I want to ask you yes. about delightfully dirty in Dallas. I want you yes. to, I want to hear this story. I want to hear how <laughs> it came to be. Cause we are talking about, um, we've been talking about doing, uh, um, we're just playing around with the idea, you know, of trying to do a megaverse or a monster verse or mm-hmm. kind of a, a little bit in our own genre, either having, um, I think they're going to, it's already been planned. There's going to be a table at uh, Dragon Con. So that'll be really okay. cool. But um, um, doing our own little conference, whether online or in real, um, mm-hmm. uh, Anna B. Mm-hmm. Star wanted to do one in real over here on the East Coast. And uh, I don't, I don't, I think, I, you know, it, you're, it's just an excuse to get together, right? But, <laughs> and write it off on the taxes, but it would be so fun. And there's so many things you can do about it. So I want to hear, you know, where did the concept start with a delightfully dirty in Dallas? Is it just you? Was it a bunch of people? How did that happen? Um, oh, it, it's, it's funny. I actually got it in my head. I started going to signings when I started learning about it. I've been in a PA, give or take, six years, I think now, going on six, seven. I, I don't even know. I I don't remember. It's It's been a while. It was a while ago. And I've always been interested in reading. I love books. Um, I used to grow up as a kid reading underneath the covers with the flashlight at night after my mom yelled at me to go to bed. <laughs> of um, course. And in the I closet? To, ever in the closet? Oh, yeah. I, well, I, I was never the in the closet. My closet wasn't big enough. But <laughs> <laughs> um, And I started sitting in school and I would be reading textbooks with a red pen and making changes to textbooks because there were mistakes in the textbooks and I go into the library at lunch and after school because I was one of those nerdy dorky people and I would sit in the library and read and make changes and once I got into the PA world and I realized that realized that I could actually meet authors I started going to signings and I do I have books I, I have a couple books in my library and I started Wanting a couple to meet books specific in your library. Are you we're kidding? Not, I need photos of a couple. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. welcome. Um, um, I, I, I'm going to say it wrong, but I want to say, um, ma'am, as you, I can't, I, I'm, it's a beautiful looking name, Mamie Azure Safan, Asefa. <laughs> I cannot, <laughs> I can, I can, I still pr- pronounce cacophony wrong. It looks like cacophony to me. Anyways, I'm sorry, Cheryl. Go ahead. <laughs> No, that's okay. Um, so you're talking so anyway, about your journey and yeah. Yes. And I started and I started realizing that I wanted to meet certain authors because I wanted to meet people that I enjoyed reading. And it started going into my head that instead of going to all these different places and hitting one to two authors that I really wanted to meet at one time, that I could just bring all of my authors to me. <laughs> and I could do, I could just, you know, bring everybody to me. And I started thinking about it and going, and I finally just 
did it. I decided I was going to do it. And at the time I lived in Louisiana and Dallas was about three hours from me, but I knew that I needed to be close to a big city that had a good airport, um, some place that had um, uh, a bigger area of readers, I guess, in general. And so it started just coming to life and I started um, doing research, you know, what do authors, what did authors say about previous events that they had been to? What did they like? What did they not like? What did readers like? What did they not like? What did they want to see? What did they want different? What did they want the same? And I just started putting all this stuff together in a notebook. Um, actually, I don't use a lot of notebooks. I started making notes online because I do everything electronically and it just started slowly coming together. And, you know, I, I realized that I needed to do it in Dallas because Dallas is huge. Um, international airport. It was close enough to me that I could get there. Um, and it just started sort of falling together. I did an interest form to see if any authors would be interested. Uh, came up with the name. Didn't realize that uh, Deliciously Dirty was a previous one oh. um, that had been done. <laughs> and apparently the people who had put that on got money from authors and then booked it. And oh. there was no event. They took the money. And so it was really hard being that close in name. And I didn't realize it at the time. Being that close in name, I had to really get people that knew me and knew that I wasn't going to flake and run. Um, yeah. But it just, it, it, it happened. You know, it got pulled together. And I just took information from a whole bunch of other people and places and merged it all together and ran with it. And I figured if it didn't work that I wouldn't do it again. And so it was no big deal. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so how long have you so, been doing it then? When was the first one? Um, the first Delightfully Dirty in Dallas was in 2019. 2019. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it got big. Um, I mean, I seen it's it's how big is it now? It got big pretty fast. Two thousand nineteen. Not it's not too it's not too big, and I I keep it. I think over for fifty people is big. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not not too not it's okay. So <laughs> here's another one of my. This is my math coming into play, and I'm not a math person, but this is something that I learned from readers that. Um, needed to happen. They, a lot of complaints are that they had to stand in line. They end up standing in line for uh, specific yeah. authors or yes. there are too many authors. And with the time limit that is there, they don't have time to get to everybody. Authors complain that you have your big people and then you have your nobodies and then nobodies get nothing. They don't get yeah. any readers at all. And so I was looking at all of that information and merging it together. And what I found was I did not want to go over 45 tables. And the wow. reason being, if you go 1230 or 12 to 430, that's four and a half hours. If mm -hmm. you do, and, and 
please bear with me, all you math people out there. It's probably wrong, but that's okay. If you do four and a half hours and 45 tables, then you get approximately seven to 10 minutes per table. Ah. And so that gives you time to get up to talk to the author. It gives you time to actually interact and say hi and talk a little bit with the author. You get time to, you know, have them write what they want to in your book that you're buying from them. They get to make it. It's more personal. And then what happens is you have time to actually go and talk to those little authors that are not well known, that are out of place that do not, I, I don't want to say they don't understand, but they're, they're still new and, and yeah, yeah. They're not doing that. They're getting used exactly. to the marketing thing. I am, I am absolutely mm -hmm. so blown away and impressed by your math. It would never right. ever occur <laughs> to me to do the math about how long you could be at a table per author. I am so uh -huh. impressed. <laughs> well, uh, Mistress and Lisa says, what an incredible <laughs> journey, Cheryl. Good for you. I mean, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I yeah, love well, it when women just step up. I want this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make this happen. Yeah. I'm curious to see mm -hmm. if, it, if it doesn't work. I'm okay. It with doesn't that work, too. you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and the thing, the thing that I've thought about is, you know, you hear about all these big ones, the big names. You have Book Lovers Con, you have Shameless, you have yes, Book Bonanza. Yeah. You have those big ones. And I went to one in Colorado, and I it was the first one. I took my mom to it because I wanted her help and ideas because she's awesome at planning. And so I wanted her ideas, but she had to go to one first so that she had an idea of what it was. Because I can tell you all day, until you've actually been to one, there's no way to really explain the atmosphere and, and how it works. So I took her to one down in Colorado, and there were over 100 tables in the conference room. And I think there was three hours for that day for those authors. And wow. we walked in and I think I managed to hit three different lines. And that was it. I And the, the lines for each of these authors, I think I talked to three authors. So there were lines time. and you didn't and have there time were lines to and there everybody. Were so, and there were so many people. Wow. And it was just kind of like, why am I paying to go to yeah. this and and I understand it's much easier when it's free. I get it. I, I totally understand that. But just like anything else, if you go to a concert, a music concert, or you go to a play or you do something that way, you're paying for entry. You should get yeah. something for paying for it, which you do at it, it mine. You get something. But it makes it so that it's a little bit more um, – people oriented that want to be there. You yes. know, if you yes. put money out, if you put effort out, you're going to be a little bit more invested in going around and talking to everybody and doing stuff that way. And I will yes. tell you, you're talking about doing yours. You want to do the, the, um, Omegaverse. Omegaverse. Yeah. You talk about that. Well, I originally, I mean, obviously delightfully dirty <laughs> and it's going to, we're going to have an offshoot. There's going to be a delightfully dirty in Denver because I'm, I just am in the process of moving to Wyoming. So <laughs> I started looking delightfully dirty is, should be 
romance. That that's what it should be. Uh-huh. That's where my thought was because that's what I read. However, I ended up, I, I didn't shut it down to only specifics. Uh-huh. If you want to come, you come. If you're going to pay your table fee, I don't care what you write. I mean, children's <laughs> not going to happen. No, you know, I, I do not want so... little kids there. Yeah. There, there's there's that monster romance and then literal, you know, oh, that would be bad. And then the table cross had, oh. <laughs> yes. But the thing that I learned and I found authors by doing this is if I opened it up to anybody that wanted to come, um, I ended up with readers that ended new up readers finding that had never a new, seen the books. a new yeah. author. And I found authors that, you know, were able to connect with other people. And it's just, it, it made it more rounded in yeah. order to, you know, it would be hard well, for me. It's going to, because I like the idea of authors getting together and maybe have some kind of, um, uh, I have a writer group on um, uh, Facebook and I really, I, I just there and, you know, I don't really do anything. The authors do it, but um, the authors are able to ask industry questions of each other's. And when somebody new comes uh-huh. in, they can ask all the questions of on uh, what's happening on Amazon or whatever. And I know you probably heard about the Ruby Dixon thing. And so yes. we're, we're in there, we're talking back and forth about how, why, what, where, what's changed, what's new. And you get that chance to have that community feedback and doing that at a conference where you're talking, uh, missing that making it all about the readers would would um I wouldn't want to do that either I would want to no. open it up I would want to give something mm-hmm. um you know back to authors um and offer opportunities for collaboration and all that so I would I and I would want to do it for the readers cuz so many readers have been there they have a book in the back of their head and you know <laughs> I want to yeah. I want to give them the chance to talk about that and 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 share that and and step out of that comfort zone and be brave enough because I didn't write my first book until I was 50 and so you yeah. know I I want to give people that opportunity to to you know they might have that next great story that I'm gonna love and so it would be hard for me though because that's a small number 45 tables that's not a Stinking no, it's not. It is not. I want all the all. crayons in the box, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. That's that yes. would be hard. That that's why I would need VT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's VIP very, she's a lot, yeah. VT Bonds actually. She no oh, VT yeah. Bonds. She's a lot like you actually. She she's like <laughs> da, da, da. she'd tell me she'd sit me down and say, "Have you thought this through?" <laughs> I'm like, "No." Uh-huh. <laughs> I just well, want all the crayons in the box. <laughs> And, and I will tell you this, you can't do it alone. You cannot. No, I wouldn't I have, do it and, alone. I wouldn't. And I will I'd certainly, I, I, let me give a shout out to those that, you know, help me. Cause I, I totally could not do this on my own at all. And I will tell you, you have to have a partner that matches you completely. <laughs> and I do. Yeah. Jen Turnham, she runs Author Stalkers Unite. She is the most outgoing, awesome person. We sit down and we bounce ideas back and forth. But when I need something, she is there. When I did the first signing and the first one in 2019, I did not sit down. I didn't stop 
I didn't eat. I, I forgot to eat. I was too busy <laughs> doing other stuff. And in between when the signing ended and we had the um, after party, there were about two and a half hours right there. Well, I didn't leave the room because I wanted to make sure that I was there and we got everything set up and there were no questions and no issues, anything that way. And I will tell you, Jen actually went and bought me dinner and sat my butt down at a table outside the door and said, you will eat. You have to eat. You can't go. And you have to have somebody like that. You have to have somebody that has your back that says, you need to stop. I got it covered. What do you need done? I'll just go do it. Yeah. And she's just, she is the reason that I was able to do the one last year. Mm -hmm. And in, so I did 2019, we did our second one in 21 because obviously 2020, everything shut down. <laughs> so yeah, we couldn't do yeah. it. We had to postpone it. So we did 2021 and I still, you know, and, and here's the thing. I did have over 50 authors or I had, I think I had 52 this time around still mm -hmm. had 45 tables. Wow. Yeah. Because authors, authors can share a table. Share, yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Now I didn't, I didn't do that. I did not allow tables to be sold halfway. I, I didn't yeah. sell half a table. I said, yeah. I will sell a table. If you want two authors there, you pay the assistant fee to have somebody share your table. I'm okay with that. I need yeah. to know who's there so that I can make sure that I have all the proper goodie bags and I have all the food and I have everything and I have their names so I can put them out. But there were still 45 tables. That's, yeah. And and I will stick to that 45 table limit. You know, I, I do. I, I ended up with a wait list. I had a decent sized wait list, but I will stick to that 45 tables because there's enough room to walk. Your aisles are not crowded. You don't have the lines. Every single person gets to have a chance to talk to yeah. everybody else. It's just, it, that is for me, that, that is a is, magic number. That's a magic and number, huh? I'm going to read like some comments. So we've had some new people come in. I want to say thank welcome and welcome to the show. And thank you for liking the show. I appreciate you. And VT bon Bonzi, <laughs> she's like, uh-oh, my name. <laughs> And then she says, that's freaking amazing. And I love Author Stalkers Unite. I need to, that's a Facebook group. And then you guys like the show and thank you so much. I need to, I, I, um, yeah, if we did it, if I did it, basically I'm just an idea person and I'm going to let somebody else do everything <laughs> because I don't have time. But, um, uh -huh. I mean, I'll show up and I'll promote and I'll be there, but I cannot, or, and I am not, you do not want me organizing <laughs> anything. Let's just put that right out there. I am an idea person. And you know, when I get my best ideas, it's when I'm stressed and have too much going on. I have noticed that if I am stressed uh -huh. and have too much going on and don't want to deal with anything in front of me, I come up with the most incredible ideas. <laughs> and then I make a Facebook page and I start them out and I'm like ready to go. I start new stories that way. I start podcasts that way. I, you know. So, mm -hmm. no, you do not want me organizing anything at because, yeah, I'll drop the ball <laughs> or I'll do it halfway or something will happen. I'm not professional in any way, shape or form, but I'm great with ideas and great with saying, hey, you're so good at that. Could you do that? 
<laughs> and I'll share. Mm-hmm. I am totally because uh-huh. I get so excited. The idea of bringing authors and readers together and future writers and all of that, that is an incredible opportunity. It is it's giving back and and um and getting to. I mean, I love uh meeting it's really easy online. I don't know what in person will be like, but <laughs> I do like meeting new people. And so I probably need more downtime in person. I'd be like, oh, four hours. I'd be so dead after that. I'd be like, but you, you know what? You would be surprised because it goes so fast. That time, that four and a half hours is so, it goes by so quickly. You just, you have no idea. I mean, you walk in there and all these people are in there and there's tables and I've found people actually before an event want to know where authors are sitting. They want to know where their tables are at. And then I've had people that actually make maps that plan out maps <laughs> and how they are going to go, where they're going to enter, what direction they are going to go, how they're going to do from table to table to make sure that they don't hit anybody. And they, <laughs> know what books they're going to buy from each author. Oh, pre-orders are awesome. But <laughs> they know exactly where they're going to go and what tables they are going to be at at the end. I've seen wagons come through to hold all of their stuff. And I'm one of those books. <laughs> I bought two boxes of books at my first signing. Um, I, I mean, Hi, Mr. Dear. Thank you for liking the show. Oh, that's. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. You know, and I crazy and it's awesome. They are. And I need an excuse to buy um, a dark garden corset. We need to have a party. Those things are freaking expensive. (laughs) I could write it off. Um, uh, (laughs) We need to, we need to, I need to do this. It would be so fun. And I could, (laughs) you know, uh, Laura's cave used to have a Laura's caveman and I know voice artists. I (laughs) <laughs> well, oh, okay. would you come down um, to the let, and come let to the me, party? No. <laughs> let me go ahead and throw this one out here too. <clears throat> I don't know if you've heard of this. Allure is in September of this year. It will be held in Chicago. From what I understand, it is the first of its kind. Um, it's A L L U R E. Hang on, I have to go look it up so that I can tell you <laughs> what it stands for. Um Hang on a mistress, second. Okay. Mistress, miss, mistress Elisa says that is so me. I would plan everything to a T and I would definitely show up with the little red dragon. <laughs> and this is why you are the dog. <laughs> because I'd forget the wagon. I forget the list. I might have my plane ticket. I'd be lucky if I had my plane ticket. <laughs> And, and, but there's, uh, people are like that. You have those that are organized to a T and then you have those people who are not and fly by the seat of their pants. And, I you know do what? everything by the seat of my pants <laughs> and it works out. It's, 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 I am mm-hmm. incredibly blessed and people are so yeah. kind when, uh, when I do have, uh, people come on, they're like, well, what if I make a, you know, and they get nervous and whatever. I'm like, no, people are so kind. You have no idea how grateful they are and how, how friendly they can be, you know? And so just, just take a risk and step out. Come with me, come with me into yeah. the light i'll show you and, and then i'll leave and, you there and, you and have, go over in some other light but no 
And, and you know what? There's a lot of people that will drag friends so that they are in pairs, so they're not, not there alone. There are a lot of people that do that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> oh you're looking God. up Allure. Okay, Allure. Is audio lovers listen up romance extravaganza? Okay. It is the first signing that is going to be authors and narrators together signing. Narrators. Uh huh. There's some Sean Eastman. Is he Sean Eastman going to be there? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked in a while to see. Um, But that will be in Chicago in September. Oh my goodness. I know some audio guys who are in Chicago. Oh, that Mm. is very cool. That is very cool. So you should check it out. Can you imagine meeting the narrators in person? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, right? There's amazing narrators out there. Oh, and the guys who do their own audios for their book, there's some male um, erotic uh, romance writers out there who narrate their. Uh Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, I don't don't think I'd get to go. I don't know what that means. I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a problem. Um, (laughs) Well, it's it's some of the people definitely. It's definitely going to be unique. It's it's one of a kind, but it, that one I think is going to be that sounds off really the charts. Cool. It, it's so, going to be amazing. Do you have you been to several conferences and been able to kind of look around at how different conferences are done and stuff? Yes, um, yes, oh. some. Um, I, I haven't been to a lot, but I have been to some, and I have been able to go with some of my authors um, to theirs. I was able to go to Romancing the Falls in Niagara Falls with my author, Dakota Willink. Um, I did that one in, oh, what did I, shoot now, I I think it was 2019. I think it was the same year as mine. Um, And that was in May. And I was able to go up to Niagara Falls with her. That one was definitely different. it, but, you know, I've been to the holidays with the bells in Dallas. Uh, that one's interesting. That is nothing but a signing. There is no after party. There's no, there's nothing else. It is strictly an author signing and that's all it is. I mean, there's, there's definitely different things. I went to ECAC, um, East Coast Author Convention. I went to that one. That was in, oh, I'm going to screw it up. Um, I do not remember where it was. <laughs> I, I'd have to go back and look. But that oh, one, okay. the, after, the after party at that one was, oh my gosh, super amazing. I mean, it was phenomenal. Um, the, you know, again, the number of authors there made it hard to be able to go and see everybody, but the after party definitely made up for it. I mean, every, every event is completely different. Every event. Yeah. They're I'm all, sure. they all, have they're all different. different. Tone, yeah. mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, so what you have to do is you have to take what you can hear from everybody and look for the good yeah. and the bad. And I mean, I, when I first started, I asked people before I put the one on in 2019, I asked authors and, and readers both. I said, what, what do we need to do? And the one thing that I heard that I had never heard before, because you always have models at these. Always. Yes. 
you have to have um you have to have the eye candy. So we had, <laughs> I was talking to somebody and it was a gentleman and he was an author. He wasn't even um a model. He was an author and he said you have to have security. And I went, uh... "What?" I'm like, "What what do you mean you have to have security?" And he said he said, "I am married. I am happily married. I have a kid." He said, and I went to a signing and I, you know, had a lady, a fan come up and she started hitting on him at his table and he was uncomfortable, but you know, she was kind of drunk, blew it off. No big deal. But he went up to go to the bathroom. This lady followed him into the men's bathroom. Oh no. And I went, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> I've never... I, it would never have crossed my mind yeah, to have yeah. something like that, oh, especially an author. The models, yeah, yeah, I get the models. Oh my god, you know. But a reader, and it was just it. It totally blew my mind, and it had me had to focus in a totally different direction and go, "Oh my god, okay, what do we there have to go. do to fix this? What what do we have to do to make sure that this does not happen?" And yeah, it's, yeah. it is. It's it's very, you have to have security. Well, I know somebody who does security in. <laughs> I know a couple guys who well, do security actually. And that is, and one of them's a writer too. I wonder if I can get mm -hmm. him to come and do double. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd be ridiculous. See, I wouldn't here's, do that. Now, here's another thing. If you do it in a hotel, hotel has their own security. So you need to talk oh, when you're you setting something up. You talk to them. them. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, oh, I have to ask this. Oh, you do security. Nice. <laughs> so are you going to do security that the next event that you go to? You 10 years. Yeah, are you, you going to do, do both? <laughs> do security, Mr. T. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to, those women, I do know that I asked someone once um, the difference if women, I had seen a clip or somebody was talking, a male stripper, they were talking about how women act in the audience. And so I asked somebody, oh, do they really? And they're like, yes. Oh, yeah. And oh, I'm like, yeah. but, but if <laughs> men went to a women's stripper show and they tried to do the same, do they do that? No. They'd maybe. be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, why is crazy. it okay? And I'm like, it's just a oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but that's not okay. <laughs> It's, it's, it's totally not okay. Oh, no, it's, it's totally not okay. But women, for some reason, just don't, I don't know. They're, granted, it's not all. So you have to remember, no, it's, women it's is not the majority. All. It's, it's usually yes. just one or, it could be, you know, it's just one or two, but they ruin it for everybody. That's, yes, <laughs> that's it. Yes, exactly. And it, it's not mm -hmm. like I didn't have dreams at some point of being a really bold and, you know, outspoken grandmother who would pinch the guy's butt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I would like to do that at some point, at least once. But, you know, uh -huh. I don't know. I don't. I also there's a consent is a thing. And and if I it didn't is. think it would yes. be, you know, if it was, you know, rude or something, I wouldn't want to do that. So, but you so, know, you have to you have to look. There are some people that are okay with stuff like that, yeah. that actually yeah. feed off of it. Yes. You know, I, I've this seen pictures. True. This is true. I've seen pictures, you know, and there's, there's proof of, you know, people that are okay with that sort of thing. 
you know, they get up close and personal and all that. But it is, it is completely a consent thing. It is something that is done beforehand. You talk about it. You make sure it's okay before you do it. I mean, it's okay, just wait, wait. Like- Mr. T said, while doing security, I had that happen. Several women pinched your butt. Okay. <laughs> That's just- <laughs> You're doing the security and they're pinching your butt. I don't know what to well, say. I, I'm sorry. Have you Is seen it, guys in uniform? They're hot. I know, you know. I know. And the guys I know in security, they, some of them are like, okay. And some of them are like, no, you know, they're personal. Get so away it really me. does. Do, you got to read the room. But still, that's you just do. too hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. That's, so <laughs> oh. that's good to know. Have security. Have security it if is. you ever do a an Yeah, you know, yeah, and I I've talked to some of our, our fans and yes, we're we're a raunchy we're a raunchy group. It's a nature uh-huh. of the and if you add alcohol oh, into so that, who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. It is the, it's the nature of the uh, of the beast, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. And if you add alcohol, and I can't imagine doing one without do. alcohol. I don't drink, but you know, it doesn't matter. You I, would, I, no, if you don't, well, and stuff, see, if you do it in a hotel, though, it would be taken care of. So, so yes, um, and and, and we then, do we do have you know cash bars available however i do not do alcohol in the signing there is yeah no no i do it at the no party or something alcohol. you know the yeah oh yeah during we, the day yeah, and then no, that night there. when we did an or an after party you know the evening mm-hmm. party and then the after party probably and then it would just be it wouldn't be me it'd be the hotel but wherever we did it um yeah and i'm not planning it so i'm just like throwing out ideas <laughs> i want a party where i can wear a corset and we need security now because we know and you know what? I have to tell you, there's there's nothing wrong with wearing a corset at the signing. You can do it. <laughs> I would. I've, I've actually, uh-huh. But, if I um, get a dark garden yeah. corset, which cost around the custom, you know, $800, oh, I, I'm going to wear that sucker. They're yeah. like, get a good one for longevity. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to see I, that. I'm sorry. Time. I wear t-shirts. <laughs> you mine, wear t-shirts. I'm going to be comfortable. <laughs> get my mom's I wear t-shirts and sneakers. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to get yeah. dressed up for this. I, I don't. Mean, it's not like I don't need to. I can't go to the grocery store in it. So, you know, and I got <laughs> Anyway, yeah. no, that, that's all yeah, why I want to have a conference. You know, I could just go to a conference and wear one or, you know. Yeah. But well, um, it's- someday, someday. I've actually never been to um, a conference either. So getting this experience <gasps> and hearing you. At all? No. no, never. Not even as a reader. Can you believe that? Oh, I just, my I never traveled that's really bad. until this year. <laughs> that's I never so traveled that's- until this year. And so, um until this year and next year I already have a trip on the books and I'm not sure I'll be able to take and add another one it's a pretty big trip so um but maybe the year after maybe the year after I don't know um yeah yeah well Well, and see uh, it just sounds I started looking yeah and I started looking at we were gonna I was trying to do delightfully dirty every year and then we had to break because of COVID. And yeah, then this year, yeah. I'm putting off this year's as well because there's there's a couple of things. One is that everybody from 2020 that wanted to do a signing pushed it. And then 2021 was still kind of iffy. There are 
I, I can say bad words here. There are a yes, shitload. <laughs> yeah, there are a shitload of events going on this year because everybody postponed and now we're back to being able to do this. So 2022 is packed with events. And I went, do I really want to try and compete with that? And on yeah. top of that, we're moving. I'm moving states. Um, mm-hmm. My son is graduating from high school in May. And so right now I'm living between states because I'm back and forth between where we're moving and him so that, you know, we can do that. And then he starts college and we're looking at starting college in July. We're going early for him. And it's just, there's so much on my plate right now. It's kind of like, do I really want to add this in to that? Because I'm I'm not going to be able to focus and give my attention to this signing and I want to do it in Denver this, you know, next time, which means it's a totally new venue, new place, new people. It's not like where we did in Dallas where I walked in and in 2021, when we had that one in August, I walked in and said, okay, we're going to do it. And it's essentially going to be exactly the same. And, you know, I mean, we're changing minor details, but the overall everything and it's already set. We didn't have to worry about, you know, are you going to have a room to do all your prep work? Are you going to be able to do this? Are you going to have this? And there was less work on the second one because everything was already in place because we'd done it before. Mm -hmm. So we're starting over again, you know, and it's just, you had talked before we went, um, live, you had talked about, you know, planning and the pre-work and everything that goes into it. Oh yeah. You, my signing is on Saturday. Um, I usually do an author get author get together Friday night so that I do an author meet and greet. So the authors can meet. My thought behind that was so that, you know, you have those newbie authors that are nervous and scared and don't know anybody. And if you do a meet and greet, your authors can get together so that the next day, you have a reader that comes up to you that says, oh, you know, I kind of like this type of book or whatever. And the author goes, oh, my God, guess who I met last night? It was this person. She's over there. She writes this. And that's what I wanted to happen. So it was more inclusive. So I do yeah. that Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen and I show up to the hotel mm-hmm. Thursday morning. Oh, Thursday morning. We <laughs> start putting together bags and swag packs. And I do bags. I Is do, it just the two of you? Three sets of bags. Um, not usually. We're the main ones. We do have help. And I actually have authors that come in that want to help as well to set stuff up. It's mainly the two of us. Now I have Deanne, Sandy, and Rhonda that um, have come in to help me every single time as well. And they help to run the um, check-in desk and they help to put stuff together. And, and yes, I, I do have volunteer help. Good, good. Definitely. I would not be able to do it without. Um, but we it's do we start, You're so, we start I mean, Thursday yeah. morning. And that's not, you have to do, (laughs) oh my God, you have the bags. Now, here's something that I do different with my signing as well, is that I tend to cater and focus more on the authors than I do the readers. Mm -hmm. I have twofold reason behind this. One, if my authors are happy, they're going to come back. 
Um, I went to my first signing holidays with the bells. Shayla black was there. Oh my God. She is. She's my amazing. I oh love yes. Her. I love Been her. around for it. She's another so, long term. Yes, yeah, I know. Exactly. So she was, she was my first hardcore unicorn. I met her. Um, I fell in love with her even more, spent my, <laughs> almost my entire time talking to her husband about oh, how no. it worked. But one of the things that I watched is that he would sit down next to her and break off pieces of a chocolate bar and feed her during the signing. <laughs> and I, I went, was- oh my God. It, but it clicked in my head. These yeah. authors are going, you set up, you open the doors at seven o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning. Yeah. They set up between seven and 1130. And usually VIP access opens at noon. So they are there. So they have very little time to go get dressed and to get breakfast and do all that. They have to be in or at their tables from noon to 4.30. And then they have to break down at 4.30. Okay. And then they break down. So, so they don't get any time. They to don't have so time to sure. eat. Mm-hmm. So I make sure that every author has a goodie bag. So they get a bag. They get food. I make sure there's something salty, something sweet, something um, sugary, and something healthy. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they all get a bottle of water. And I oh, make sure nice. that is at Very every nice. single table. Um, for every single author, because I know that they are not going to have time. But another reason I do this, not only for that, but the other reason is if an author is excited and they're raring to go, they have a hell of a lot more contacts than I do. So if they're happy and they're talking about it, they're going to tell their readers and everybody else. And that's how you get the word out. I mean, I can spend money about doing, you know, marketing and ads and I can do all that kind of crap. No, everything is reader generated and word of mouth. sells it it sells mm-hmm. everything so much better people talk about tiktok marketing and i'm like okay you know how you do well on tiktok <laughs> you get some readers to review your book and talk about it mm-hmm. and you and oh, since yeah. you can't really pay for that i mean you can but that would how dishonest would that be mm-hmm. so you just need you need yep. a fan that's how you, you get do. that's how you do really well on tiktok you get a fan how do you get a fan I don't know. They're unicorns. <laughs> they just came out of the, you know, <laughs> somebody just talks about your book and really, li- and then a, a thousand people watch that. And I can't, nobody can make that happen. That's how, that's how, and I love all these TikTok groups. How do you get good on authors on TikTok? Yeah. The algorithm works against you. Everything works against you. You need a reader. Mm. <laughs> yep. you need and everything, but invest. everything works that way. Everything. My, my books do well because the readers like them. Mm-hmm. If they don't like them, if they don't um, get passionate about them, if they don't talk about them, they don't do well. If um, anything I do on social media, the podcast does well because people share it out and because you like it, because you come, because you mm-hmm. show up, you come back. And yeah. um, if you don't come back, I'm still doing it anyways. I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> but if you don't, if they don't support it, I could put commercials on it and advertise it till I'm blue in the face. It's everything, mm-hmm. especially with this this particular industry. It is not, you know, um, the way that everything is centered so much on Facebook, which was a massive driver of audience because you could put up ads and people would see them, you know, 20 right. times and finally come around. Oh, 
you know, they'll come across it in Amazon and be like, oh, I might pick that up. But um, mm-hmm. you can't do that anymore. <laughs> the, the censorship yep. is so bad that that it's almost impossible to even do that. So yeah, everything, yes. you are so right. Everything is- word- It's totally oh, word of mouth. It is. I, but, but, but that's that, the thing is, yeah, if you make, if you make somebody happy, they're going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. You Thank know, you so and- much, guys, for coming in. Um, uh, it is true. I'm gonna. We've been here an hour and a little bit over an hour. Wow. So cool. yeah, I, I just I, I could probably keep pumping your brain about all the technical things <laughs> and um, how fun and who you've met and weird story. You know, drunk ladies <laughs> pinching um, butts and I love. <laughs> Mr. T, you are. <laughs> I was working security and all the later. But you must have a really nice butt. I mean, it must just be irresistible. We're just like, I, we just cannot. We've had a little drink. And I just want to compliment you for the butt I've never seen because it. it yeah. What did you have in your coffee? <laughs> what did we I have in my coffee? <laughs> we may need to share that around if you yeah. <laughs> I'm this way all the time. <laughs> Word of mouth is the best advertising. Yeah. So uh, um, yes. it is. It's the most powerful advertising that you can have. And um, But yeah, I want to, I'm going to have to have you back again sometime. I always say that, but I mean it. You're a ton of fun. And um, oh, I well, wish I could have. <laughs> Thank you so much for being willing to come on and talk about it and give me some ideas and just share out with other authors, you know, and other readers too about the experience of, of both becoming what it takes to be a personal assistant and um, also about, you know, uh, delightfully dirty and author conferences. I've never been to, I'm going to have to go to a con. It's, it's on the bucket list. So... You're going to have to go. I was going to ask where you live, but I, I lived don't want to put in, that out um, there. No, no, I, it's okay. I was near Portland. Um, I'm um, near okay. Portland. And they do have them. I mean, oh, yes, they do. Uh-huh. They do have quite a few, but um, I didn't, you know, start writing until right before the pandemic. And then I've been all around. And then I was in Reno and they have some weird ones. And my mom lives in Reno. I was t- helping my mom for a while and I was mm-hmm. watching but I didn't see any in Reno I don't they had a big furry conference I didn't go to that um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean like a massive literally so people cool. were in the costumes and everything and I'm like that I would be so cool to see <laughs> it would, that would be so cool. <laughs> my, my number one question isn't that hot how do you yes. do that? For, isn't that hot? <laughs> okay. okay. Um, my, my, I, I, I'm sorry. We do. I guess we do need to go. But in 2019, I did my theme and I did it as puppies because I any money that I made went to the old friend's dog sanctuary um, because I, I have a... I have a love for the animals and I hate that people always take the puppies and leave the older babies and they don't get any attention. They don't get homes and it's just, it breaks my heart. So I, I went and we raised money for the old friends dog sanctuary. And anyway, um, or no, it wasn't 2019. It was 2021. Um, and you had to dress up as your favorite breed. And then in 2019, we did a pajama party. And we oh. did. We, we, you know. That would be, oh, up. I'd be so, so in my So we did. You wear pajamas. <laughs> and I, we did. I have to say it. Pepper North and Mr. North dressed up as 
unicorns. And oh my God, Nikki dressed up as one of the dinosaurs. Let me tell you how much freaking fun we had. It was amazing. <laughs> and it has to be the people. It has to totally be the people that are there. The yeah. ones that are willing to go and step out of their comfort zone to have fun. And it just... It is those, but yes, those costumes. Well, I don't know about the furry costumes, but I wore the, you know, Halloween type costume. Uh I went as uh Eeyore um, for the pajama party. Those things are freaking hot. (laughs) Yeah, we'd have to have the temperature way down low or I'd be like peeling things off down to the shorty shorts. I don't know if I could, you know, and if you're dancing or doing any, you know, moving around. Oh my God, it is, yeah. And I get overheated pretty easy when I get, you know, when I'm having a good time. And um, Uh if I had a glass of wine, it'd be all one glass. I'd be flushed from head to toe. I can't even imagine. Oh, but it would be so fun. So it fun. is. They're they're a blast. It, I uh, mean, it just, you have to go. You have to go. There's I do. Else have it's, to find one that yeah, <laughs> one close to home. To <laughs> it's on the agenda. It's uh, in Seattle. Mm. You know, I could always. There was one. I don't know what was in Seattle, but there's been something in Seattle too. So mm-hmm. um, they well, do do you, them, but they a lot of them are on the East Coast or in Texas. Yes. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, now here's something, and I will throw this out. There is a Facebook group. It is called Author Events Around the World. Go check it out. I will. In their pinned pinned posts or announcements or whatever you want to call it, they have an Excel spreadsheet. And in that Excel spreadsheet is a list of what events are happening in what year, in what month, and all of the information for those events is listed. So it tells you the name of the event, who the coordinator is, um, it gives you links to their Facebook page, their website, their all that stuff. And then it tells you what genre is happening at um, there at that event. And it tells you if they're still accepting, you know, authors for tables or if it's an invite only and all that. Um, oh, sorry. It's called Author Events Around the World. I'm joining right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, if you would, Mr. T was looking at that. If you are joining it right now, if you found it, do you, can you put the link in here? Ah, uh, I think I can. Can you grab that? I, I mean, will if copy not, that I can paste that. It is, it. Um, yeah. you know, it's, uh, we're lucky it's, it's not a Facebook number. So, um, here you go, Mr. T, mm-hmm. I'm pasting it in the, yes, there you go. And here's but the that other is, one she told me about. Um, it's yeah. Uh, see, I didn't do the U.S. I do around the world. I think. Oh, is yeah, that is that work. the U.S.? I better uh, look around Hang the on, world. Um, um, here we go. No, I got author events around the world. That's what it is. Oh, it is. And I know it world. says okay. U.S., but it is around the oh, world. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so, this you talked about. But that is the. That is the place to go if you want to know what's going on or what's happening. I mean, and they, it is, there, there are so many, so many awesome things going on from anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at, do you, you don't have a, I was looking for a Facebook page for Delightfully Dirty. Is there a Facebook page? I do have one. Um, The one I'm finding is this like 2021, 2020. That's probably because that was my last one. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Will that work? uh, Can I share that one? 
or yeah, that's fine because I I don't change any. I mean, you just I'll update change okay. the name and I just update it. So yes, the DD and D twenty one is copy. I'm um, gonna pop that in there too for you okay. guys. There you go. And I know the links aren't usually clickable, but you can you know <laughs> screenshot them and then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Screen, screenshot and will, them and then go hunt things down. I'll put things in the will, comments as well. And those are clickable. When I reshare the show, when I repost the show, um, things in the comments will be clickable or not in the comments, in the show description are clickable. <clears throat> and so right. uh, you can get to things. from. And there. I added that one too. I don't know if anybody Oh, thank cares, you. But that, that one is. Very good. Yes, that is mine. That's and you. I am, I am always open even if you don't want to hire me or use me or whatever, just having the contact and the information there, I think yeah. would be helpful. And I'm always up for talking and helping. Oh, I you have know, so like I said, many I've questions. I've never said yeah, no. I do. Yeah. I do have I, questions. I just, you know. um, I'm hoping to, if you could, you know, even just that communi- author communications 101, if you could teach a class on that, you know, how to start with your author. <laughs> that would be, you know, <laughs> what things to ask your author, things to think about yes. when you become a personal assistant, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. how to find authors you want to work with. You know, I don't know. Dynamics are an interesting thing. I um, learned very uh, much. One of the things I learned um, as a caregiver in a working in people's homes is everybody has little rules that they don't even know exist. How you put the dishes away, how you fold the laundry, how we walk into the house, how we sit at the table, who, you know, every, there's little rules for every action that we do every day because it's how yes. we live. It's the process that we make. And when somebody new comes into the house and they don't know the rules and they don't follow them, it, mm-hmm. it, it, they're little blips. And some people handle the little blips better than other people but every job is really like that you have little rules that that is not in the handbook (laughs) yep exactly yes thank you so much for coming today and uh yes follow mr mistress elisa on twitter she is amazing (laughs) she has an incredible podcast just about the dynamics um it is a kink podcast not safe for work and she is talking to men half the time um, but I have learned so much just listening to um, her talk to men and um, some of her voice. I'm like, yes. Oh, yes. I agree. Yes. <laughs> I'm like in the audience. She's just amazing. She's And she's a, she's a writer. She's a budding writer. So, yeah, absolutely. And Dante and Mr. T, thank you so much. You and your butt for coming. And VT and everybody, thank you guys so much for staying and hanging out with us. Um, I just And Cheryl, I really appreciate you letting me pick your brains and come on the show. So you have a great day today, and I am going to let you go. <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you. I'll be back soon. Oh, that would be great. Ah, so I'm going to put some music on and it is a little loud. I maybe it's just loud to me. Thank you guys so so much for joining the show, for listening in, for getting this story, which is a part of the overall story, right? We want to get our stories out there. We want to share them with the world. We want to create them. We want they because they Join us together. They are communication. They are, they build empathy. They build unity. They build communities. I love the story. Go out and find your story and don't be afraid to share it. Thank you so much.
नहीं जानते हैं